0: Strange. 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 It's one. One. And it's time for strange wands. With host Tom Cap for Strange Brew Podcast.
1: And this is Juan from the Juan One-on-One Juan podcast.
0: Let's get strange. I'm at the police court.
1: And going to address the court? Sure. Say whatever you want to say. Thank you. I recall the day. I first saw you,
0: I reached out to say I love you, but it was hard to say, I couldn't touch you, so tell me baby, what were my words, all my tears run together, Excuse down Mr. the path you choose Mr. to follow, Rollins so tell me baby, what what's going on, man?
1: What's up, bitch?
0: Aggressive today. I'm just cracking open a beer. I had to get a ball opener because I didn't know that. uh that these. I'm having some Rolling Rock, extra pale ale.
1: Extra pale. Uh, that's good. I don't like the IPA bullshit because it's way too skunky for me, bro. don't yeah, I don't I, don't like I
0: switched that. it up. I was like, fuck it. I want to grab some beer just for when we're recording with you. And since uh, Billy may have COVID by this time, he would have his results the time this gets released. But just in case, I'll have some beer at home. If the boy can't come here, I can't come to the boy.
1: <laughs> Which kind of test is he getting done? Because there's like a 15-minute a test.
0: The nostril one, and then he's got to wait a couple of days. And then he says he has to quarantine for two weeks, but I thought that if you got a negative result, you didn't have to quarantine for no, two weeks. No, you
1: still have to because it, can be, it, it cannot... It, Supposedly it's not in your system, you know, so you have to give it a little bit and then go get retested again, bro. Yeah, it sucks. But, hey, man, guess what? (sighs) My sister had it. My sister has asthma. Yeah. She was kind of rough for a couple of days, but bounced right back. And this is coming from somebody who has asthma. Not me, but my sister. Yeah, true that. Well, we...
0: We, we did hang out and we were, uh, filmed the Valentine's Day special, so that's why I was like, oh, fuck, if he's got it, then I may have it, and then it's a whole fucking shit show, and I gotta figure out with work stuff and everything like that,
1: so god damn it billy
0: <laughs> i know so this is gonna be a fun one uh me and juan are actually gonna get into our very first true crime case and i thought when we're covering true crime on strange wands we'll do stuff that's more familiar to near juan's home and even we can do some that's around my area kind of shit why my
1: home that's fucking racist because
0: well because florida is fucked and i'm sure uh i've i found at least like i don't know five different serial killers from florida alone or people that were around the florida area so we're gonna start for the very first time doing fucking true crime of strange wands we're gonna do the Gainesville ripper
1: yeah this one's pretty fucked i had no, i've been to gainesville it is a shithole yeah i and imagine it so it does not surprise yeah it does not <laughs> surprise me that this guy was there doing this shit it was in the early ni- early eighties, nineties, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll get into which is interesting. I want to mention this right off the hop. So, in March nineteen ninety four, a struggling actor and screenwriter named Kevin Williams Williamson uh, became engrossed in a news program about a drifter who terrorized the town of Gainesville, Florida, with murders of five college students over three days in August nineteen ninety. Spooked he hammered out a, p- a screenplay for what became Scream, which I think is fucking cool. So somehow the Gainesville Ripper is kind of connected to the Scream movie in series or at least the first script. And Wait, Scream what? is one of my favorite horror movies. I love Wes Craven, he's the guy that directed it. Um but Scream is is one of my favorites. It's just it you know, put a new spin on horror movies because supposedly the screenplay became Scream, the successful 1996 fright flick that uh was celebrated for its knowing winks at the horror like film trope and breathing a new life into the genre. Have you seen Scream?
1: I have, but Okay, can fucking you, good. Can, can you shut the fuck <laughs> up? Can you repeat what connection this guy has with the guy who wrote it? So
0: what he I guess he was watching the guy that wrote the screenplay was watching um a news program about oh, the drifter, the Gangsville yeah. Ripper, and he kind of started he we was spooked by the whole news program and and watching this serial killer shit unfold in the nineteen ninety that um he started writing Scream, I guess. So this kind of inspired him. him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's Fucking crazy, weird, bro. I would have never known that you see. Me neither.
0: And I was like, that's super interesting because that's one of my favorite horror movies. It's just the way they kind of, it was kind of a comedy. They kind of were making fun of shit. But also there was like those good jump scares. And then you have like Randy, the one guy that like loves horror movies. Like that would be like my character. And then he's like, you know, you have to, there's a fucking formula prom night. He goes after these certain people. Like it's all about how it's kind of set up and they're trying to flip the narrative of horror on its head.
1: What's that a, one movie? Final boom. Final Destination. Yeah.
0: I wanted to watch that recently and my girlfriend's like, I watched it so much when we were younger. I don't I don't want to watch it. But like I was like even say that last night. I was like, we should watch fucking Final Destination,
1: man. Shit's on Prime, yeah, those, I think. Those movies were pretty funny. Where it's just like, you no, know, the the What was it, a curse or something like that? Because I haven't seen those movies in well, years. Well, I think so it was the plane them.
0: was going to crash and then he saw the plane about to crash and then kind of freaked out. And the plane landed, so he kind of cheated death. And that's what kind of kept the movie going, was he cheated death, and so did everybody else on that plane. Which I'm surprised I remember that. But, like, they, I felt like a lot of the final destinations were, like, decent. Like, I like number two. Number three was pretty good. Yeah, I got kind of fucked
1: after, after like, the third or fourth one. Well, it just got more and more
0: exaggerated. That's how I see it.
1: Yeah, and again, I mean... I feel especially with like everything in the world and how, with the, the whole situation with my dad and stuff. I feel like, yeah. when it's your time, it's your time, bro. When it's not your time, it's not your time. You know what I mean? I don't think yep. anybody can, can really because no. it's so it's so fragile as far as what can happen. Even I if mean, you're
0: the healthiest fucking person on earth, bro. If it, people, comes like, you, it comes for you, it comes for you. Something who
1: have had heart attacks. Yeah. You know what I mean.
0: I've known people yeah. that smoke packs of cigarettes and are still alive and like fine. Like no health issues.
1: Yeah, usually why is it that like homeless people and I'm not trying to make fun of yeah. everybody, but like homeless people you are you can make like,
0: fun of the homeless people, it's okay.
1: <laughs> they're they're good, right? Like they're just so exposed to everything. They're just yeah. good all the time. You know, that's what I mean? like how I feel
0: I work with this guy, Bill. Um, Bill's a funny ass fucker. He's, you know, he's got long white hair, kind of hippie ish, smokes his weed, but he smokes like a bunch of cigarettes and he doesn't really eat throughout the day. Like I love Bill fucking funny ass. One of my favorite dudes at work, but his diet is bad and he smokes a lot of cigarettes and he's like, He's he seems healthy, like he's good, like he works and he's like he does some you know strenuous stuff for being sixty three, and he's seems pretty fucking healthy and helps around the shop and the dude's older and smokes a lot of cigarettes, so it does depend. Your body could just too, you know bro. yeah, your body could just be fine with that shit and and genetics yeah.
1: It's like fucking I, weird. For for as much as a part of me that goes you know just live life to the fullest, fuck everything, yeah. But then you're like. Man, I like I like living, you know. I like my life, and I I don't want to die. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. As much as like, I have such a belief in the afterlife and all that shit. I'm still sketchy about what's gonna happen, where I'm gonna go, the people I'm gonna leave behind if it if I did just die tomorrow or
1: some shit, right? Oh, I told you, my dad told me he ain't see shit, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I better see
1: something. And he Bang. fucking died four <laughs> times, so imagine that shit. He doesn't remember anything, dude, like nothing. Well, maybe, maybe like-
0: there is some. I don't know. It just depends. I think I told you that before that, like Kevin Smith, um, the guy that played Silent Bob with Jan and Silent Bob. His mom died, and she's like, she calls him Tiger, and she's like, "Oh Tiger," she's like, "I." There's no pain up there. She's like, "I saw." She saw her body, um, when she was floating above it. So, and she's, and then she saw the light, but didn't go to it. And for all we know, right, the whole analogy of that light that you see when you're dying could be a doctor's room as the pussy's opening up. Blah. You know what I mean? Could be.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the puss just opening yeah. up on the other end, and then you just reborn. Like, damn it,
0: they're <laughs> good. Yeah. So we'll have this up on the YouTube page. We'll get start getting the gangs. a we'll ripper. Um, but like Chelsea got me a new sweater for Valentine's Day. For all the fans, hey. you can go to www.strangerpodcast.com yeah, and get yourself some merch. But let's you just guys get are into mad it.
1: Fucking cute, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but while Scream provides plenty of like slasher scares, in the end, it's a story of Sydney and the masked killer who bears only a passing resemblance to that of Danny Rowling, the Gangsville Ripper. Or Gangsville. How are you guys talking Gangsville? No, no, get get no, some no, it's, alligators.
1: It's Gainesville, bro.
0: Gainesville.
1: Yeah, get to shoot some flat.
0: alligators and fuck my cousin.
1: Probably, dude. <laughs> it's literally that town is just there for the college. Yeah. Uh, I think, I believe it's UF. And yeah. it's a really big college town. And that's literally all that there is there. So Weird. that's why this guy yeah. literally targeted that town because there's all it is is a bunch of all the houses around are yeah. rented out by people and mm-hmm. they're just going to school. Interesting. And well, that's
0: like Ted Buddy did that same shit too.
1: T Bunny attacked
0: this, attacked a college in Florida. Yeah. I don't know if it was the same city it's town though, but
1: Probably. But check this out. I mean, I know this is your realm as far as when it comes to sewer killers and stuff. Yeah, fuck I just you. this guy was a piece of shit. And I saw the crime scene pictures and all that. Yep. And it's pretty fucked. Pretty we'll fucked.
0: post some of that stuff on the hose heads page and, and show some of the fans the the nitty gritty details, but um, it's it's definitely a fuck story. So um, his life, obviously, um, of violence and despair would only present a difficult task for any screenwriter to depict. So the guy kind of, we're going to now get into like his background and shit. So Rowling endured the sort of horrendous childhood that made him ripe to emerge as a menace to society. He was born in 1954 in Shervinport, Louisiana. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, a 19 year old mother named Claudia and a police officer named James. Oh, I didn't know his fucking dad was a cop. That's weird.
1: Sharif Port. Uh, uh, Lu- uh,
0: Sharif Port. Yeah. So that's weird. His dad was Claudia and his mother, da- his, his mother was Claudia and his dad was James. Uh, he was a, his dad was a decorated Korean War veteran who may have suffered some mental illness coming back from combat probably a little bit of uh post traumatic stress syndrome like a lot of those vietnam vets
1: yeah.
0: like a lot of people came back man they would like hear bombs and then st- fucking shoot their wife you know in their sleep or they hear like a car door close and then they're like shooting their wife in in bed really? that happened like a couple times where um at least one or two cases were I don't know, they either had a nightmare or they heard something outside, it triggered them, and they ended up pulling out a gun and, like, shooting their wife or hurting their wife somehow. Damn, son. It does happen. So, he was kind of temperamental, controlling, and violent. James fought with Claudia and would verbally abuse Danny and his younger brother. So, his dad was a bit of a dick. (laughs) <laughs> when it comes to it he probably drank it was an alcoholic like most yeah. most fathers in the 70s and 80s uh and before that so and yeah his younger brother kevin would also he would resort to physically attacking on uh the boys as they got older so it went from more verbal when they started getting stronger and older the dad would end up beating them which definitely does spawn the traits of a serial killer so, Rolling turned to art and music for solace. His Christmas gift uh, of a guitar at age 15 provided to be one of the happiest moments and memories from his adolescence. So, he was super into music, which, weirdly enough, a lot of serial killers seem to be. Richard Ramirez loved ACDC. Love really? They're into yeah. music, bro? Yeah, I know. Richard Ramirez loved ACDC. He lo- his favorite song was Highway to Hell. And Richard Ramirez is fucked. So yeah, he- I
1: think I've heard about him.
0: Yeah, he's got that doc out on Netflix and shit That's it's worth a watch. It's not... It's not the best, but he also oh, yeah, uh, yeah, He also recalled these early years as a time when he developed multiple personalities as a defense from his nightmarish reality around him. With attempts of suicide, maybe being his only escape as a kid, but obviously not successful.
1: <laughs> this guy killed 14 people, Richard Ramirez. I'm sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm on, still on this guy.
0: <laughs> Richard Ramirez, yes, killed 14 people. He, he liked to hide in closets. We uh we covered him way back in the day, me and Billy. That piece was a of shit. That, yeah, that was our first serial killer case that we got into on True Drew podcast, like a fu- the full on case. Me and Billy covered Richard Ramirez, and he's he hid he in closets. His cousin showed him like techniques coming back from Vietnam. Of course, man, everything every Vietnam fucking family, someone went to Vietnam, came back and was like, hey, you know what we did over there. You know what we did? We tied up women and we raped them and we fucked them and we killed them. And he's like, fuck those gooks. You can't say that shit, but I got to say it. But like, that's how their like mentality was, was they didn't give a shit. And Richard Ramirez's cousin kind of showed him that, like showed him pictures of them like abusing, um, like Vietnamese women and shit like that. So yeah, war can
1: definitely spawn some dark, dark shit. It's like that, that primitive side of, well, you start to hate
0: those people too
1: yeah yeah 100 yeah, I mean. percent. and and you know i can't imagine dude like i can't imagine having to kill somebody or or being ordered to kill somebody or even i mean i I think i'd be okay killing somebody in self-defense yeah. but just for fun like how these guys yeah. do it I don't, I don't know but but no, usually I'm, it's yeah. like you said they're they're abused by their parents sexually abused like this guy was being probably abused by his dad yeah. i don't know about sexually but some something pops off right with him and his dad, and obviously, yeah. it spirals. Well, out of control, and right?
0: and it kind of triggers where they feel like where they they're abused when they were a kid. They want to go on abusing because it connects them to that. Because even say you didn't have too much love in your life and you only got attention when you got hit or did something bad, it might travel on stuff like that. But uh, it it is weird because the same way like Richard Ramirez was like brought up, and a lot of these other serial killers, it's kind of. They all had something fucking wrong with them, and it could be a trigger, and then all of a sudden you're fucking nuts. It's like people. the
1: word artichoke just triggers you, just like, like, <laughs> like a, as a as fucking Manchurian <laughs> candidate. Yeah. Well, yeah, and
0: that and that could be because um, oh, you brought up a point. Now I lost my train of thought, but just oh, just how um, how Richard Ramirez and, and, and similar serial killers that like his thoughts like was like um richard ramirez had a quote he's like killing is killing whether it's done for duty profit or fun and he kind of he kind of said like either way it doesn't matter if you're going off and you're you're killing people thousands of people in a war it is still the same as killing somebody individually Stabbing them, looking in their eyes, kind of shit. He makes the point where this is why I find Richard Ramirez interesting, and we'll get back into Daniel Rolling. It's just because of Richard Ramirez's thoughts. It's he had a very interesting mind frame, and a lot of these more popular serial killers do. Well, this guy Daniel Rolling is probably just an angry young fuck.
1: Yeah, go ahead and keep going with this because yeah. I got I got some some thoughts I want to put in. But after Fuck yeah. you,
0: so he got kicked out of the Air Force in 1972 after getting busted oh, for drug possession. It seems like there, back then, 80s is easy to get busted for weed or whatever. Rolling went to live with his grandfather, and for a time found some stability through the church. Of course, just yep. like if you pray to if you pray to Jesus, Jesus will help you. He will cleanse your sins. And then it's like you got those Catholics that are whipping each other in the back with fucking uh, whips and shit. And like, I am the father and fucking, I don't get that shit because they punish themselves and stuff like over the yeah. views of Christ. He married a woman named, oh, geez, O Mather Helco. That's a fucking no. interesting name. O Mather Helco.
1: Look her up. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a very <laughs> interesting name. O Mather Helco. It's like it's fucking weird. I don't know who named this woman, uh, but they had a daughter together. And eventually, he drove her away after exacting the same abuse on her that had been in his fucking childhood. He ended up abusing his own wife and probably daughter because he was abused. You look old Mather. She looks. She look hot. How How's she looking?
1: No, no, dude. Did did James Franco play this guy? There's a movie of this, no?
0: What? What movie? I didn't I didn't know that.
1: There's there's a movie of this, but I'm seeing a picture of James Franco here. That's weird. That would
0: be interesting. I would watch that if he. No, but there is a
1: movie. There is there is a movie though. Mm. There is a movie on the. I guess inspired inspired by 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 the Gainesville Ripper that I saw when I was looking more into it. Just how there's a movie about. uh, There's a movie about every serial killer. Yeah, Ted Bundy, right? There's a Richard Ramirez
0: one that's like pretty horrible. There's the Ted Bundy one that um uh Homeboy played where they over uh, Zach Efron, and they kind of yeah. over-glorified uh, Ted Bundy. That's how I feel. They they you overglorified him. You think so? I him. think
1: that was really good. I think he played him very he well. He
0: did. I enjoyed it, but it still didn't show the fact that he was possibly fucking corpses and women's heads and shit like that. They didn't really show the dark aspects of him. They more glorified him and was like, look at how good-looking he was, and women flocked to him, and he was a uh, great lawyer. And he he was his own lawyer. Was, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. kind of what it
1: did, but no i feel you on that but again i mean i think we live in i think we live in a in a society that kind of praises these people right like these serial killers they find it interesting right they find right it's like this again like this dark aspect of humanity that we're drawn to these 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 this the gore and the details right because everybody always wants to know when somebody dies everybody first wants to know how they died like, if you post, like, oh, rest yeah. in peace, so-and-so. like you have these How'd people, you die? What happened to him? Yeah, like, you know what I mean?
0: He got torn up by a tractor trailer when his cousin Jeb <laughs> was fucking drunk. It's like, oh, fuck, okay. Like, oh, I didn't know damn, that. Son. So, uh, like, his wife left him and probably took the kid away. And then after uh, harboring a habit for voyeurism and plagued by disturbing visions nice uh Roland took a turn for the worse after the divorce so he it seems like he got into a habit of being a peeping Tom no pun intended with my name but he would obviously creep around (laughs) and and voyeurism is essentially you're watching people get undressed and and you're sneaking around being a peeping asshole is it
1: voyeurism if you're masturbating do you have to be masturbating for it to be voyeurism
0: I don't think so I think it's just watching people get an Naked, I okay. think I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure. Uh, if you guys want to go on uh, pornhub.com Just and asking
1: then, for a friend.
0: Yeah. And then search up voyeurism and see what you find. Uh, so he's plagued by weird visions, which is like disturbing visions. So it kind of took a turn for the worst. He raped a woman who resembled his ex-wife and embarked on several armed robberies through the South, leading to his incarceration in Jackson, Georgia in
1: 1979. And this is when it, when it all begins. It's
0: kind of when shit hits the fan and he goes a little nutty. So the 1980s brought more of the same for Rowling, who was in and out of uh, jail in Alabama and Mississippi for armed robbery. His time in between stints in jail were spent traveling the country, stealing and occasionally forcing himself on women. It's a good way to do it. You go, you go travel and then every, every so often you see a woman <laughs> that you just want to force yourself on.
1: Just living his best life. That's so <laughs> fucked up, man. I, honestly, any rapists out there, just fuck you and fuck, fuck this guy. You. yeah,
0: yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> and there's, there's rapists everywhere, man. Sm- small is. little things. You could just be like, just do, like, I'm just telling the story horrible, but like, this is not <laughs> our rapist story, but how when we were kids, we didn't know any different and we would like... Slap all the girls' butts in grade eight, and then we all got in trouble for doing it. And Can't then we got shit now. No, I know you had to have a, we had to have a big uh, assembly. We just thought it was funny. you we are like going down the hall, smacking the girls' asses. But figures out that is technically sexual assault. So yes, it is. And if we had to go to our, uh, an assembly and everyone the teacher said to tell us like that's not good, <laughs> like <laughs> you guys should stop doing that. Fucking we're pieces of shit, that's for sure. So he ended up going back to Cherivie Port or whatever you'd call that piece of shit place in Florida. Cherivie Port. Cherivie Port in November 1989, Rowling was fired from his job at a restaurant. I wonder what he did at that restaurant. I would I would think cook. Probably. I don't think he was able to be out and have like people talk to him like in public. Like I, I couldn't imagine him bringing someone's steak
1: to their table and then they Are you like, talking about what he did at the job? I'm talking yeah. about what the fuck he did to get fired is what yeah. I'm
0: Oh yeah that what did he get do to get it fired. Now he he put his balls in the bowl of gravy. <laughs> 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 so uh that same night he broke into a uh, the home to murder twenty four year old Julia gris Grinsom. I guess grissom uh her eight-year-old nephew jesus sean and her 55 year old father tom so he killed everyone that he obviously in this house he went in and they went on a killing spree A piece
1: of shit dude a a little kid bro a little fucking kid
0: yeah well, it's like Richard Amiris killed who, like, that's why I always bring it back to Richard because I know there's the most about him. But even, you know, Ted Bundy, I don't think Ted I don't think Ted Bundy killed any kids. I think he may be a teenager. I'm pretty sure no, no kids. But Richard Amiris killed at least two kids. And then this guy, obviously this girl, but like usually, usually serial killers kind of stick to one he thing, he was
1: more into Chinese takeout. If you get what I mean? <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> you're talking about Richard. Richard definitely was. He liked the Hispanics and the Chinese.
1: Yeah, yeah probably like the Puerto Ricans too. Fuck yeah,
0: that yeah. yeah I guess it, the the people that are stupid enough to leave their doors unlocked.
1: <laughs> right? Not anymore, dude. Yeah, I <laughs> know. I Everyone locks their door. That.
0: So this was echoing his later killings, because Julia was found with a bite mark, and her body arranged with her legs spread on the bed
1: so, so a sexually pro- provocative yes. stance yeah. that he put the bodies in because he was a piece of shit and then he well, killed a little boy uh, in yeah a
0: lot of serial killers do that too where uh, eventually uh, we're gonna get into the boston strangler on uh, strange brew podcast and he kind of left victims like sprawled out in a certain manner yeah. we know their asses would be up or their spread eagle and and yeah. almost like look what i did look at my look what i did isn't this special. It's like you're fucked, man. Because uh, it weirdly, like Ted Bundy, the reason, like one of the reasons why they caught Ted Bundy and could convict him was because of the one bite mark that he left on yeah. one of the college students' asses when yeah. I think when he attacked the college in Florida. So weird, fucking quinky dinks. So the following May, Rolling got into a final argument with his father. This time, he pulled out a gun. And shot James in the stomach and the head.
1: Yeah, dude.
0: Fucking crazy. Like and he didn't yeah.
1: fucking kill him. <laughs> I know. He
0: survived, which is fucking crazy. He lost the use of an eye and an ear before fleeing to Kansas and Florida. And and then, oh, well, this is obviously um, Daniel Rowling. And then Danny Boy. And then he eventually ended up in Gangsville. Gainesville,
1: Gainesville, Gainesville.
0: Gainesville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So where, again, yeah, this is where shit hits the fan. Do you that know how really old he the was
1: fan? when he when he tried to kill his dad?
0: Um, no. Do you? He was older. Yeah, I was thinking I thought he was like in his thirties or something.
1: What a piece Maybe of shit.
0: Maybe, tw- and I think he was his late twenties, early thirties, which is like you have enough. Understanding to know you shouldn't... You shouldn't do that stuff. You shouldn't do it. (laughs) You shouldn't
1: kill people. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you probably shouldn't do that shit.
1: So, here's my thing, dude. Yeah, yeah, let's get into With these guys... You know, here's something I've always thought about. When you kill somebody, right? Let's yeah. say you have what's that one sniper that was at the top of that tower that killed at the college.
0: Oh yeah, we could we could talk about him eventually too. What the fuck was that guy's name?
1: You know which one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, and
0: he shot. He stayed in that tower for a long time and was like sniping yeah. people out from the tower. We can yeah. get into some spree shooters because there's that also that one guy that like I think it was one or two of them and they hid in that van. And then they would like nobody yeah. knew where those shots were coming yeah. from, and they were just hiding in a fucking van in we'll the, and the back like of that. the car. Yeah, I, I know, know what you're was talking like, about. Oh, it's so fucking crazy. So that they can the do thing
1: that. about these guys that shoot people right from far away—that's one thing. You're disconnected from that kill. Obviously, yeah. yeah, you're killing somebody. You're shooting them through a scope. It's the same. You know, if you go hunting, it's 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 different. Hunting at night with night vision versus when you're in the daytime and you see yeah. the animal looking at you and all that stuff. When it comes to killing somebody, it's that much more fucked up it's fucked up regardless but when you're up close and personal and this and these this guy is mutilating yeah. the bodies and you know you have ted bundy and all these other guys that would chop up bodies can you imagine that dude just yeah, chopping somebody up into pieces, and then and then obviously doing all the other stuff that you were doing. Because you know, it does take time.
0: Yeah, and like bro, like Jeffrey, like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, how like Dahmer would like cut them up in the bathtub or leave them, or Jeffrey Dahmer would lay next to them as he's sleeping and like fucking Damn, touch their bro. chests and shit, and like I could because i could I, I could it sounds terrible but I, I was like i could imagine killing someone in in a drunken stupor of rage and and not knowing if i if my life had it took a weird turn but like to, like, consciously want to kill somebody and then cut them up, mutilate them, and either find a resting place for them, which could be just a backyard, or, like, it's crazy because we're, I don't want, we'll get into it eventually, but um, I want, we're also going to get probably this year into the co-ed uh, killer, uh, which is uh, Edmund Kemper, and he, like, buried a woman's head outside of his window and, and then pointed it up so it could stare at him and he could think what about the head. Yeah. Oh fuck? Well, all these guys are fucked, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Uh, so ha- imagine how yeah. many serial colors never get caught. That are out right now.
0: Well, yeah, you, well, you had the Zodiac, and then you had the one guy, he just got, the Golden State Killer just got caught. I eventually want to get him on my strange But did podcast. he really? You know what I mean? I like, know, we he, don't, well, it through DNA, really he was in that. his 70s or 80s, so he doesn't give two shits. Whatever. Right. I fucking beat the system. Same with, like, for a while, BTK was um kind of- That
1: guy was another piece of shit. That, that one huge clown, what's that?
0: Yeah, Gacy. What? We're gonna eventually get a Gacy oh, on here. My God. And I know. I, I was want like, punch people all these wanted. Guys in the dick. I know. People want us to get me and Billy to get into um, Ted Bundy, but I was like, you know, I was talking about it. I was like, I think it's overdone. A lot of people yeah. know the story, but there are still people that are like, no, I want you guys to cover it. Well, like, we'll see down the road. But I know I think out Ted of Bundy better than I know my own family. Man, I know. Brother. I know. Out out of everybody. He's like the one that's most talked about. So let's get into like when he starts murdering in Gainesville. The Gator Town. I don't know. I'm just making that up. It's probably Gator yeah.
1: Town. Yeah, It's the Gator Town. They fucking go like this. Like a gator. <laughs> that's it's their just, that, that's their mascot. That's, is I'm, a, a gator? I'm I'm serious. Really? The, the Gators. Yeah. So weird. That's their mascot. Gangs.
0: Well, it would make sense. The Gangsville Gators.
1: <laughs> I'm serious. I, hold on. Let me look it up. The football that's going team. That's get the gangs gator gators. That's how
0: I imagine they talk. Ah, yeah, go to go down and literally literally fuck my a, cousin. It's g- literally
1: it's literally a gator, bro. <laughs> I'm so serious. This is, this is Florida. Yeah. The football team is the Gators. So you're not, you're not wrong there, dude.
0: (laughs) All right. Yeah. So that's fucking crazy. I did not know that. And so in, in 1999, he set up a campsite in a wooded area behind the university of Florida. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one where Ted Bundy fucking killed everybody. What a haunting past that this fucking college or university has. And so this guy roll- looks
1: like such a bitch, too, Yeah, bro. yeah
0: I agree. We'll, we'll post some pictures on the page. But uh, Rolling embarked on his murder spree as students began the fall semester. On August 24th, he slipped into the home of UF freshman Christina Powell and Sonia Gars Larson. Sonia Gars Larson. And brutally stabbed and raped, raped both of them. Not one, but two. He raped both of them. Uh, the following day and murdered both of them. Yeah, yeah. The following day, a Santa Fe Community College student Christina Holt, his next victim, Hoyt, yeah, Christina, Christy Hoyt, his next victim, leaving behind her severed head on a shelf to face her body propped up on the fucking body, bed. Though. Is not that crazy?
1: That's fucked up, right? And he by left the way, the he, head was 36. On the he was thirty six. He was thirty six when he tried to kill his dad.
0: See, he's like I was like fucking early thirties. He's like in his later thirties. That's fucking yeah. crazy. So we like he like snapped, which I was joking to a buddy about that is um uh, a while ago. He's kind of a weird kid, but I was like, you know, BTK didn't kill his first victim until he was like thirty four. So I was like, you still got time. <laughs> <laughs> So on August 27th, the killer surfaced again at the home of two 23-year-old UF students, Manuel. Oh God, two butto two two boydadia, two I don't fucking know. And Tracy Pauls, a former high school football player. Um, I'm gonna call him Manuel because I don't like his last name. Put up a fight. This guy put up a fight before they were both overwhelmed. So neither body was mutilated at uh, this time. So he kind of just killed them, and then probably because uh, like homeboy put up such a fucking fight that he just kind of backed off and killed them and was like, "Okay, I should get that out of here." Probably caused enough ruckus, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I wish this kid would have fucked his ass up more, bro. Because, man. well,
0: it's kind of crazy. And go back and listen to our episode on Richard Ramirez. It's worth a listen. It's funny shit. But the fact that, like, at the end of when Richard Ramirez was caught, the whole fucking, like, this town, the community went after him because his picture surfaced. And then every people saw him walking around. I think he was, like, barefoot, like, bloody walking around. And dudes, like, saw him. And then the whole community, like, beat the fuck out of him while cops were coming.
1: Good. So, yeah, I think, I think it's he crazy. should post the recording of this piece of shit. Yeah, he, yeah of. he has
0: some interviews, doesn't he?
1: No, no, there's a recording he sent. I believe it was his mom. Yep. And he's like, "You don't got to you don't got to worry about me. I'm a big boy." And then like before <laughs> he signs off, he's like, "Uh, but I got to run. I got to I got some stuff to do." So yeah. they think that that was before he committed the first murder. Okay. Ever.
0: That's fucking we I I forgot about that recording cuz that's fucking yeah. trippy.
1: And it's it's it, again it's weird going back and seeing videos and and interviews of these guys right because yeah. a lot of them they like that attention Fuck, too. a that's lot of why them want that attention a lot of the,
0: there there is there's a lot of serial killers that almost like hint at wanting to be caught yeah and they kind of tease the press and the police a lot of times
1: what was that one wasn't it the zodiac killer that would write notes to them
0: uh write encrypted messages and one just got solved recently I can't remember what it said or some shit like, but yeah, he was someone, we're going to get into him definitely on Strange strange podcast. We mentioned him on our unknown serial killers episode, but we we're going to deep dive eventually into like almost all serial killers. And on strange ones, we'll get into the more, I think less known ones, people that, that don't really know. Like I, I barely knew about Daniel Rowling.
1: Yeah, He wasn't,
0: wasn't on my radar when it came to this shit. It's pretty fucked, though. So as Rolling like skip town, a local task force was assembled to calm the frantic community and find some answers. They always usually do that. They'll fucking like create a task force and be like, oh, we got this. But a lot of times, like I've said a million times about serial killers and Strange Brew, is that cops don't talk to other cops so it's like the no. cops in Especially Gainesville not back then. yeah they don't talk to the cops in the next community over or it, it doesn't they don't it's almost like they don't like to share with their cases or the
1: because they want to get the credit for it. yeah
0: it's fucking it's kind of stupid because a lot of times I'm saying like uh, this is a Big number, uh, considering, but like forty percent of serial killers could have been caught sooner if community, if cops, if community of cops from different communities would just fucking talk to each other. It's fucked.
1: Yeah. And it's it's worth mentioning that after this happened, yeah, that people were seeing that there was the 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 frequency of the killings were getting more and more. Yeah the the whole town was sold out of bats. Guns, <laughs> yeah, mace. Same thing bullets, happened with everything. every like, like
0: Richard Ramirez and I think and Ted Bundy. People like fucking are you know they buy as much ammo and guns as they can. They all get freaked out.
1: Yeah, I would so too. I mean, again, I would too.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. So authority soon zoned in on a prime subject, our our <laughs> <a> prime suspect. <laughs> So uh, a UF student who briefly lived in the same complex as the two victims Poor and bastard. he exhibited erratic behavior at one point getting arrested for hitting his grandmother it's like
1: yeah so don't be a fucking weirdo and don't hit your grandma
0: No, sometimes you need to hit that old bitch man <laughs> sometimes she doesn't make the chili right and then you just gotta fucking right. smack her god just, damn it grandma <laughs> I don't want meatloaf I don't want yeah, yeah. fucking meatloaf <laughs> grandma <laughs> Meatloaf! Oh, <laughs> My brother that. loves that sh- fucking scene. It oh, that's oh, in wedding crashers. I was like, what's that from? Grandma, meatloaf!
1: It's yeah. fucking
0: so funny. Yeah, don't don't hit your grandma. I mentioned the chili thing because I'm I'm making chili at this moment. It is cooking in the crock pot upstairs.
1: Nice. Bro. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> it was soon revealed that the student was battling acute manic depression. However, with zero evidence connecting to him in the murders, the task force was back to the drawing board. So he was
1: bipolar, uh, Yeah, right? he said uh, he had
0: mental issues and yeah. and he was kind of manic and and crazy and they, you know, someone who's crazy they blamed it on him, right? Like I have a um I have but a line ruled
1: in, out, right? Yeah.
0: I have a line in a new song. If you guys want to check it out, just go to the Tom Cat and Kirby. Uh, on YouTube, whatever, but I was talking about, um, don't we wish we are all as brave as cops aiming shots as soon as someone's behaving odd? Because that's kind of what they do. They like, you know, as soon as someone's kind of weird, they're like, oh no, he's not normal. Might as well shoot him in the chest with a rifle or fucking electrocute his ass. Yeah. (laughs) So, Meanwhile, the killer uh, they were looking for was already in jail. In September, Rolling had robbed a car at Winn-Dixie grocery store at gunpoint in or I uh, you know where Orc or Ocala, or- uh, Florida is. Ocala. Ocala, I said that horribly. Ocala, yeah, Ocala Florida. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, I know That's it's,
1: it's right near Right near Gainesville, Gainesville so it's
0: not yeah. far away. Uh, so he was nabbed after crashing the getaway car, of course. And it wasn't until early Dumbass. next year when the authorities used a tooth extract from Rowling to link him to the DNA at the Gainesville crime, Gainesville crime scenes. He had become now the primary suspect. After facing multiple life sentences for his various armed robberies, Rowling was formally charged with the murder of the five Gangsville students in June 1992. But so they start, you know, they find out and then they use the teeth marks like which is almost the same way they got Bundy. I'm pretty sure that they that bite mark on that chick is the reason why he got connected to these murders in general. They made him do that bite down the same way they did it for fucking uh, Ted Bundy.
1: Yeah, it's, it's always that one stupid detail that yes, always gets some caught, one right? They get up. they get super reckless and mm-hmm. that's it.
0: Yeah, it's fucking weird. So this is weird because at this time Roland began corresponding with journalist Sandra London, who would become his fiance and help him put together the making of a serial killer. So this reporter obviously has a thing for weirdos and violent
1: men because you see you see what i mean though dude like all these guys when they're in jail yeah they always start getting all these letters of people who you know who who find them attractive and they they, they do all these things because there's always yeah. those fucking people, man. Like Richard Ramirez had the shit.
0: women in black and they would like show up at his like court hearings and his like and show up at his jail and wave around sides and shit. So and then Ted Bundy had them too. You can like even like watching the doc on um, the documentary on Netflix kind of shows it. We were I was debating on doing that is 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 covering that in episode if talking about. Serial killers and the people who love them because it's fucking weird. What's that dude?
1: one stuff called? The the murderabilia?
0: Memorabilia, yeah. Like it's no, mur- murder murderabilia, yeah.
1: Where people want to buy things that were in a murder or like yeah. John Wayne like-
0: Gacy used to paint. And a lot of people want his paintings. There's stuff like that. A lot of a lot of serial killers painted some really fucked up shit. I can't remember with the one guy and he had like fucking. A, like the cock like cut off by like scissors who was that that's a lot a lot of them do very morbid paintings and drawings um like the gacy one probably goes for big money because gacy used to paint when he was in jail so a lot of them that dude's dead Mm -hmm. as
1: fuck though right now yeah he's
0: definitely dead (laughs) we'll get into his clowny ass sometime on strange brew that's for sure so like which is weird so this woman he met and becoming his fiance helping him make this fucking like i i'm guessing this book and while he pleaded not guilty he used fellow inmate bobby lewis as his mouthpiece to confess the murders i don't know if he did that intentionally or if it was by accident before his hot trial started roland abruptly changed his plea to guilty to determine the sentence, jurors listened to the testimony from his mother who re the abuse the defendant had received at the hands of his father and from a psychiatrist who described his alternate personalities. So uh, one of his alternate personalities was named Gemini, and that's the personality that drove him to the sadistic act. The sadistic act. So he blamed this personality named Gemini for being... The- it's almost like that movie Split
1: yeah it wasn't me it was patricia yeah see? like the it and and by the way he stood up in front of the of the jury and literally without telling anybody he pleaded guilty that's how he pleaded guilty he just oh i didn't know I that like, really yeah hey, i plead guilty yeah yeah Holy he just, fuck nobody told him shit and they sentenced him and then obviously the rest is history he died by lethal injection yeah and he was a piece of shit which i yeah. think you know when, when they kill these guys I just feel that they're, they're giving him the 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 easy way out. He wasn't executed until 2006, I believe, 12 years yeah. after he was convicted. Cause, yeah,
0: but- it's weird because two psychiatrists also testified of suppo- his supposed severe personality disorder was in play. And they stated that the... Um- Fuck that. That he didn't understand the magnitude of his crimes.
1: (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck that, Jay. Obviously, yeah. I don't believe that, bro. Like, how are you going to tell me, like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing? Shut the fuck up. You know, shut the fuck up. So,
0: yeah, the jurously, anonymously, uh, found Roland guilty of first-degree murder on all five accounts in late March and a month later, he was sentenced to death, like you said. And it was crazy because his peels kept getting exhausted. And then he finally faced execution in Florida State Prison on October twenty fifth, 2006. In his final moments, he regaled and, and talked about, you know, the 47 people crammed into the witness room. So he there was... He kind of sat there, and there's they let people watch. And That's what's crazy at this time. When they would let people watch, like, I'm pretty sure people were there when Ted Bundy he got fucking fried in the chair. And everyone was in the witness room with one of his songs, a religious hymn, yeah, with the refrain, none are greater than thee, oh, Lord, none are greater than thee. And then his micro, so he was kind of singing and shit, which is creepy, and then his microphone cut off, ending a life story as uh, twisted as it could appear even on the big screen when it comes to like how they developed scream and the guy that wrote it but it is weird because he was just kind of psycho singing about jesus and then his mic cut off and that motherfucker died
1: yeah fuck that guy and again i mean he and do you know why he can you talk about do you know about why he did what he did about why he killed all those people because he ended up killing eight people in total he said that he wanted to take he said he wanted to kill one person for every year that was taken from him that he was locked up he killed eight people but people think that he would have killed way more people because he was a fucking serial killer he's only saying like no 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 No, i killed eight people and you guys caught me i wanted to kill eight people because it's one of those type of, of uh, these serial killers, they want to be in control, right? It's like a control thing. Like you're not going to convict me. I'm going to plead guilty. Hey, listen, I already killed all the people I wanted to kill. I only killed eight people. Cause I was locked up for eight years. You know yeah. what I mean? But he would have probably gone on and kill a bunch of people. He mutilated bodies. I mean, yeah. like that one that he cut that's, her head off. I know that's head- crazy. And just like, fucked.
0: it's just some of these serial killers that maybe get caught sooner than some other ones. It's like, I wonder what they would have done in the end if they let yeah. their depravity uh, keep going, because obviously, some serial killers are smarter than others.
1: They're not going to quit while they're ahead. No, though.
0: there's plenty of like crazy serial killers. Plenty of them who had like barely any intelligent, like the Green uh, River Killer. Um, he was n- uh, not that intelligent on the um, you know the the scale of things. And but there's some of them were. But it, it really depends on the opportunities that they have and the cities yeah. they live in. Like, you know, Eileen Warner's, uh, one of the famous female serial killers, she used like the highways as a way to, and a lot of serial killers did too, is using highways to pick up people or have people pick them up and they kill them and then they move the next one. And, and because the highways are such a long stretch of road, they just go from place to place, different states. Cause all you guys, you guys have 50 States or f- for some fucking reason.
1: Yeah, for the lower <laughs> 48, and then we have the 50, which is Hawaii and yeah, Alaska. Absolutely. But I agree. I mean, I wouldn't be able to. If I was ever to see somebody being hurt like that or raped, I mean, I'd probably kill the person that's yeah. trying to do it. Because, again, Snap. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and imagine being in a position where like somebody hurts you know one of your family members or something like yeah. that how you, how you would feel about that right how yeah, you would feel about zap. this guy and then doing it in such a horrible way where you can't even probably have a freaking open casket funeral, no. funeral right because the dude cut her head off and like mutilated her, her it's entire a good thing body most
0: people like to be cremated nowadays
1: that's the way I want to be. I don't want to be displayed like know, You know, you know fucking-
0: me, I want that Viking death, man. <laughs> Put me on a fucking bed full of fucking twigs and leaves and then shoot a flaming <laughs> arrow at my ass and I'll fucking let on fire. <laughs> I don't give two shits about how I go out. Yeah. yeah so that I was, mean. yeah, that was a fun one. Um, We kind of filmed this for the YouTube page. So That'll be fun to throw on the Strange Brew podcast if one wants to throw on his 101 podcast. But that was a fun one. I'm glad we got in true crime because this was kind of just an introduction of some of the true crime cases me and Juan will get into. I actually have another one from Florida written now, I think ready to go. So will eventually do these, um, every so often, not as often as strange brew probably covers true crime, but I would like to get in some things, a lot of crime cases surrounding Florida, because we can always get into spree, some spree killers and their life. Cause this was kind of, uh, there's, there was much to this case, but I rather kind of keep it simple and kind of straight to the point Of what actually happened, but we'll probably definitely down the road, get into some more details of more extravagant killers.
1: Yeah, I'd like to cover that one Japanese, the cannibal killer. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah,
0: yeah, we can talk about him. I I actually have him on, uh, I have a a fucking huge list of ideas on my phone of what we want to get into on the podcast, and yeah, the Japanese, I have a Japanese cannibal or cannibals because there's a a couple of them, but we can get into, I'd rather get into main stories of some shit because the main cases, some of it's fucked, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for we sure. We'll we'll shape. talk
1: about the next episode. But like always, follow me on social media at the One One Podcast. Yep. I've been pretty busy these past couple of weeks. but so looking to get back into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, I mean, I'm still doing the Strange Wands with you. Yep. But I haven't. I have some episodes I need to to edit and and all that. But obviously, fine with, tuned. With yeah you've been yeah, busy so. as
0: shit man you with your business and everything like that so it's it's quite understandable at least you're jumping on we still got strange wands coming out the wazoo so we still have this shit pumping out and we'll, yeah. we'll keep it going we'll do maybe we'll maybe we'll do some fun next time we'll get back into cryptids or some paranormal shit and we'll kind of uh you know we'll we'll go through the motions like we always do and do some different a lot of different cases and stuff that people don't much really know about
1: yeah for sure dude yeah so follow me at the one one podcast I'll be on there, and yeah, as always.
0: Yeah, stay strange, fuckers. Go to www.strangerpodcast.com. You know where to find us. If you're watching the YouTube shit, you want some merch, you know where to find it. Juan's got merch on his site, too, so check that shite out. Later, Gator.
1: Gator.